You're listening to the Sauropod. I'm Justin Zeppa. And I'm Detevos Bergman. And this is Reykjavik Tonight. Hi, everybody. Welcome to today's game. This is a very important matchup. Team USA against Iceland in what could be a preview of the championship game. Driving around in convertibles, talking to all the sponsor fools. Or hanging with the Iceland lady. We saw you two Saturday night eating ice cream with the enemy, huh, Coach? Are you kidding? I wanted to go up to the party and put on funny hats and be obnoxious and talk too loud and get stoned. Uphold the American image abroad. Again, Reykjavik tonight here at Eldhuseth 2 yes. Studios with Mr. Dehtefoss Bergman. Gott kvöld. Gotten dagen, hvað segja bænder? Bændur segja fínt. Það er búið að vera þokkaleg spretta núna nýlega No idea, no idea Been learning this language for almost eight months now I have no idea what he just said there Nah Jay-Z here. We are in the studio. We've got our big-ass window here. We're looking outside at the throngs. Actually, we were we, we joke about this, but we were looking at throngs of people outside because before we moved in, we had to have the sewage system replaced. And as we are at the garden level, we were a big part of that situation. So they tore up our floor. They tore up the front yard. They tore up the laundry room. And so ever since then, there's been an issue with the front lawn and that there is none. And so the house conversation has been, what do we do with this? Do we, are we laying sod? Yeah. Uh, are we going to just let it let it go to to seed? <laughs> let the let the local cats just use it as their shit box? Uh, that makes sense. And as you can see, uh, right now, well, you can see, the folks at home, you're just going to have to paint this picture for yourselves in your mind's eye, but they have thrown some grass seed down. Yeah, and it, look, uh, it looks kind of green-ish. There's like quite a bit of yellow in there, but also green. Yep, yep. And that was, the yellow is probably courtesy of the local neighborhood cats. Most likely. And but I thought, like you said, throngs of people. And and I thought you said thongs of people. <laughs> and there was a man the just out here uh, doing some garden work. Yes. And, and I did not notice that he was wearing a thong. No, he was wearing a puffy jacket and some jeans. He will occasionally wear... Uh, a nice pair of corduroys I've admired, actually. But have you, like, are the trousers, are the jeans tight enough to deci- decipher whether he's wearing a thong or... No. Or like, uh, he strikes me as the kind of whitey tighties man. He's old school, I think. He's definitely of an older school. But this is the issue with this massive window that looks into our house, is the <laughs> fact that the other three apartments above us have taken a... a a very serious interest in the lawn situation. So everybody who lives here stops by at least once a day to just sort of stare at the lawn right in front of our house and therefore at, at me because I spend a lot of time yeah. at home. So what's your sort of uh, kit when you're when you're being stared at? Are you are you a, a boxers only kind of guy or boxers and socks kind of oh, no, guy? I, I dress it up. I dress it up. Oh. I, I try to... Do you put on a tie? Not that that dressy. No, okay. I was, so you're a smart casual. I do like a like a button up maybe with the top one kicked mm-hmm. open and then sort of a blazer. Oh, maybe classic. do like a tweed or something like yeah. that. And a pipe. Uh, I have a pipe. Yeah, yeah it is. Should, uh, uh, it's a Peterson. It's a, I think a three quarter bend. It's called wow. the Irish Sea version. It's nice, wonderful. I did not know that there were so many uh, sort of standardized words to describe a pipe. Oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah I mean, you might want to for you beginner pipe people out there, you might want to try. 
buy a, a straight stem Dunhill, perhaps. Ah, it's nice, yes. you know, but it's it, it's going to cost you though. Mm. You know that mm. that type of. Uh, but you want to pay for a proper pipe. Yeah. Like, oh, definitely. Like you don't want to go. You don't want to cheap out on the pipe if you're gonna if you're gonna be a pipe person. Right. And you and, and same thing with the with the tobacco too. You want to get yeah, yourself yeah. a nice blend of. Uh, I recommend a, a good vanilla, maybe. Like uh, Marlboro White, just take the cigarettes and and open up the cigarettes and put them in a pipe. It'll be fine. You could do that too, <laughs> as well, if you want to inhale. That's the problem with a pipe. As a former cigarette smoker, uh, you you can't inhale that shit. It just doesn't taste very good. <laughs> I mean, that used to be the that used to be the adverts like, oh, you should go for Marlboro for unrivaled flavor. <laughs> right, come to where the flavor. You're in flavor country. <laughs> <laughs> If it's a Winston, there's no bull. Um, <laughs> alive with pleasure. Yeah. Uh, and, and other such catchphrases. I kind of like the nowadays, like, ours are just death. I, I once saw a cigarette yeah. packet that was just labeled as Black Death. It just had a picture of skull and bones on it, yeah. and, and that was it. Death. Yeah. And they were really quite strong uh, I would and illegal in this country. <laughs> I would put good money on the fact that there are plenty of people smoking those cigarettes. Oh, definitely. People, smokers love to smoke. Oh, so we got another neighbor I mean, here walking by. If I was so uh, at her time before she's checking out this lawn, see how the grass seed's taking root. Oh, it's yeah. not yet, but we'll see her. She'll, she'll be around. We'll let you, we'll let you folks know when she shows up. <laughs> It's it's a it's a reverse zoo that we live in here. It's a, what it's do you a mean a reverse zoo? We're in the zoo. We're we're in the cage. Where's the reverse part? Well, just the fact that it's it's man. It's man is inside uh, the zoo. It's a sort of see they're pointing right now. So we've got we've got two levels of neighbors and they're pointing. They're like, look at that over there. And there's a tree. And then we're putting the grass in here. I I hope you listen to that. Are, are they have you listen to this? managed to what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a key element that Ellen's reminded us is that it's reversed because the animals are staring at us. The the local cats, as I think we've spoken about before, Gateway Cat, the Saddle Cat, Ghost Cat, Paint yeah. Paws, Black Panther, all the the local neighborhood cats. There's at least nine of them. Yeah, they yeah. will come up and periodically pop their heads up, put their little their little boots up on the windowsill on the outside, and just see what you're doing. Exactly, and they'll make that sound. They come in sometimes. We they will, we can hear the little bell of the the local cat. Uh, we call her Ghost Cat because she's got a white face and mm. is very frightening at the nighttime. But mm. is uh, it like Ghost Face Killer? Uh, it's something like that, actually. Oh, no. I think she's part of the clan. All right. If I'm not mistaken. So, very good. Very you good. Know. And fish scale. That sounds like something she'd be into. So <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> anyway, Reykjavik tonight. We're here. We're sharing with you the culture of the island, as we refer to it. The land of ice and fire. It is a glorious day outside right now as we yes. record. It's not even tonight. It, it is actually currently uh, summer. Is it technically summer? Oh, okay. So we should talk about this. F- explain for the people. You were telling me before we were recording what this day is where nobody's working and so they're all gathered the, around our, our house. The current the day is a is a uh, nondescript uh, holiday in Iceland. It is the first day of summer. And... Uh, <laughs> Often the first day of summer <laughs> doesn't feel like summer at all, but today kind of does. It's beautiful. It's like a it's like a sweltering eight degrees. Uh, in in American terms, that's something like nine hundred or maybe? something. What high, are those? High forties, low fifties, mm. somewhere around there. I have no idea. I, I mean, yeah. Doesn't matter. You, you guys look it up. It's make yeah. a Google. 
<laughs> they got the algorithm all figured out. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't come here for it. Yeah. We're so, not going to give you reliable information. We'll give you information. Reliable? No. Do your part to help help the algorithm in the search engine optimization. That, exactly. That's your play your part in this. That's thing. your job, right? Exactly. But yeah, so uh, a major part of the of the festival season, yeah. the spring in uh, in Iceland, is the is the Eurovision Song Contest. It's, this is true. This is true. It's it's the major event of the season. So f- so for uh, for our Connie listeners, this is basically the world's American Idol. Because we, as as an American growing up, I've never heard of this before <laughs> until two or three. Oh, it's years way ago. better than American Idol. Idol. Do you have Randy Jackson saying "dog"? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. Okay, we do have like what's his name, <laughs> Terry Womack. He was a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's a it's it's a cultural thing, and here in Iceland, we we take it very much to heart. Uh, we started competing in this competition in 1986 wow. with the uh, with <laughs> with the great song uh, "Gleðibankin," or uh, as Justin will translate for us now, "Gleðibankin." Mm-hmm. Gleðibankin. Oh, that's something about I'm a I'm a happy banker, right? No, yeah, it's the <laughs> the bank of happiness. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, was, oh. uh, not too bad actually. Oh, okay. Hey, well, that was a, that's a that's a freebie. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that'll never happen again. That's, uh, uh, it's I'll a good uh, warm-up exercise for uh, for later in the show, or the next show, or the show that you just listened to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon uh, to you. Yes. So where were we? So we're, so we're talking Eurovision. So when did Eurovision start? It's it's a song contest. So yeah. it's a so let's go over the basics yeah. here. So every year the the major television networks of of Europe throw together a bunch of money and and put up a a competition to figure out who's got the best thing. Uh, and it uh, it used to involve like a ridiculously elaborate show where where there'd be a symphonic orchestra Ooh, hired, yeah, yeah, and, sure, and and like there'd be individual competitions in every country in Europe, more or less every country in Europe, uh, where they'd pick one song. A one pop song, okay. uh, usually a pop song, anyway, and then they'd be sort of arranged for the symphonic orchestra and and then broadcast oh, nice. all on the night. But okay. nowadays it's just pop songs. You're only allowed a couple of people on the stage, and they have to sing live, and everything else is like back backtrack. So it is all live now. Is is there any judgment that goes into this? Because in the the American version, your American Idol, there is the fr- the early rounds are about let's weed uh, weed out the chaff, if you will. Mm. Let's let's kind of uh, have a good laugh at the people who are trying. Their hearts are in the right place, but their talent is not. That sort of situation. No, this is uh, this is more like everything that's put into this is is like overproduced and and over <laughs> <laughs> overexercised. Okay. So like uh, each country will have their edition of picking a song, and and this uh, in Iceland has gone between being like picked by a a board of of referees or judges uh, to just a a popular vote, and I currently think it's a. Uh, like a mix of the two like half of the points come from the vote and half of the points come from the refer- uh, 
What did you say? Like judgment panel? The panel. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then now, uh, and then like the best song from each country is entered into a like because the, now there's too many countries in Europe after like after Yugoslavia got split up, but now we're facing the split up of of the Britain and and there's too many countries. There are a lot of Baltic republics so floating sh- around. We should definitely look Europe. into your American sort of setup with just having one country. Yeah, yeah, it's way more convenient. We're all terribly different, but you know what? We'll just put this under one big umbrella, you know? Oh, you mean Nobody one will big win. cowboy hat. <laughs> exactly, right. Right. Cowboy hat, not a sombrero, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> cowboy hats are not sombreros. Yeah, no, 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 don't. <laughs> There's a certain part of the, the, the land that would... I'm sorry, I'm just distracted because now we're, we're crossing the lawn. We're looking at no, some other garden work. And I did there. see Ghost Cat is lurking somewhere, too. It's only a matter of time before... She hops through the open window that we have in the other room. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, so. So it used vision. to be a pretty uh, sort of prestigious thing, and, and everybody would, like, everybody and the kids would, would watch it when you were a kid. Okay. And uh, that would be pizza for some reason. It was homemade pizza night for us. Uh, homemade pizza? Yeah. Okay. My, but that was actually a thing. Like, it, it wasn't a normal thing in the countryside where I'm from. Because uh, you're a country boy. I'm a country boy. Take you home. Uh, West Virginia, Mountain Mama. Yeah, all that. Yeah, right, right, right. Oh, there's another one there. I know there's two. There's two neighbors, and they're looking intently at something mm. by the fence next to the sidewalk. Anyway, and then, uh, vision, then when vision. you're a little bit older, it turns into this this mad drinking competition. So it's always on at seven o'clock in the in the evening, sometime in May. Is this the the semis you're talking no, about? No. So yeah, first is the so it used to be just one day yeah. on a Saturday, but nowadays they have to have semi finals to uh, because there's way too many countries. Right. So well, and, and Half talking, of the countries get thrown away. I'm, ta- I'm talking like in-country semifinals, right? Because mm-hmm. isn't there's a whole... No, no, no. The in-countries have semifinals, and yeah. then there's semifinals for the finals. Right. So there's there are several rounds of playoffs before yeah, yeah, you get yeah. to the... Somebody gets a trophy, I'm assuming. At uh, the end. That's the American way. Yes, That's what we do. There will be a trophy, yeah. Okay. But yeah, like, like I said, there's too many European countries. Uh, and right. I was thinking of maybe to sort of decrease the amount of European countries. Yeah. Australia and Israel should maybe combine their efforts. And uh, Can we... It's a real quick... Detour here, but maybe what, what about if we just move Israel to Australia? Would that solve any world problems? They would still be part of uh, the Eurovision Song Contest because somehow <laughs> Australia, Australia, and Israel are in the Song Contest. I think, and actually, Tunisia used to be there. I think they've they've stopped competing, but the, oh, they have a pretty loose bad. definition of what Europe is. There does uh, Tunisia? Uh, they're still around, right? Are they hanging in there? Yeah, no, I don't think they're in the Eurovision Song Contest anymore. But they used to be. But they're a, they're a land. They're a sovereign state. They are currently a sovereign state. Okay, uh, look up your local Tunisia. Wikipedia's. Uh, to figure if that is the current situation when you hear this. Again, do your part at home. We can't do this for you. We can't do everything for you. We're doing what we can right now. You do your part. Look up if Tunisia is still a thing, please. Yes. And then let us know, info at thesauropod.com, and then delete that email right before you push send. Yeah, definitely. So, so what's the when you're sending emails, yeah, okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> do you like? do you get drunk and write the email and send it all in one go, or do you just like... Like write it and then not send it. It's a it's a progression of drinking, I guess. Well, first of all, 
That's that's not even true because who's writing an email in this day and age, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all text. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. Sort of get to me when I, when you get to me, and I'll get to you when I get to you. Uh, second of all, I'm not really much of a drinker. It's not my it's not my style. It's not my mo. You know what mm. I mean? And third of all, digger. You like digging? A digging? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Like instead of drinking, you go and dig holes, right? Yeah. Yep. That's me. And so what I'm telling you is uh, I'm not writing a whole lot of emails. I did just write an email to a host of Rock Block, Finnegan Risley, who's out there in Atlanta, Michigan. Props to Finnegan. Is he our foreign correspondent? He is one of the foreign, well, now foreign correspondents. Uh, <laughs> He's I was, been hired to such in the last two uh, seconds. Yep, yep. So, Finn, get ready for that. I need you to be up on all uh, domestic issues happening in the United States uh, pronto, please, because we will be reaching out to you. Now that we've got phone capabilities, as you've all heard at home on Dribble Dribble, we can call out. We can dial out of the studio now, and that's, wow. that's some real trouble there. Oh, I'm actually excited about that. We should... Uh, so... Is it is it night time in the states currently? No, it's it's uh it's an afternoon. It's okay, a, no, that, that, that's not gonna work. We're yeah. gonna have to wait until it's night time. What about we're not calling locally though? Like who is there anybody oh. worth calling? We could call we could call Miss Clock. What's Miss Clock? It's like a number you call and they go like, the current time is six ten. Should we? Do you wanna, <laughs> should we try 15. it? <laughs> Beep. I can't remember the number though. Oh. Okay. Nah, well, we'll get back to it. We'll, we'll look up Miss Clock later <laughs> well, and we'll, give it a try. We'll give you the time later. Uh, currently, so uh, for your uh, convenience, yeah. I'm going to tell you what the time is currently. For the listener. For the listener. Oh. Okay, okay. And currently, it is 6.11, according to the very large IKEA clock that I have an exact replica of. Uh, so, oh, you, don't, you don't think that's an original piece? No, I have like a similar piece. Oh, okay, but it's not exact. I mean, th- these are hand put together, hand. <laughs> yes, hand they are actually hand woven. <laughs> these <laughs> these metallic <laughs> weaves are. Uh, so, so we've got the time that six eleven. Please weave your your clock or watch accordingly to make okay. up with. Okay. Uh, yeah. Send us what the what what like the, the the difference in time you think is like because we have to calibrate info at the com. you know what to do yeah uh, and again oh, we're not taking twitter after uh, not after uh, jeremy fortunately he ruined that party for oh everyone. yeah no i haven't been on there since he came on there and said those things to us yeah, yeah. i won't repeat them here no that's, they're not that's what he wants they're really not for for anybody's ears no they're certainly not, not eyes not for eyes no so stay away from uh, the twitter dot org slash sauropod dot the equal sign question mark punter hub <laughs> xx yeah right 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 uh, so we were on the Eurovision thing. right so what is the like, drinking game then what how the do you drinking th- game is like e- e- like the, the party starts at seven usually and the drinking game is like like get fucking annihilated before they start singing at you uh, you can you can do any version of it like some yeah. people do like when it's uh when it, there's a a typical eurovision uh, construct in a song where you where you where you've been singing the song for for three minutes and mm-hmm. then for the last half minute you increase it by a half step like you you ha- you uh 
jump up the pitch. You drink. Oh, okay. So if there's a key change, oh, you key take change. a drink. That yes, kind of thing. Yes. Oh, okay. It's more or less in every every track. And if there's like a, you gotta have a quick uh, quick uh, costume change, you okay. drink. Oh, okay. Ah, or if there's like if they put up a ice skating rink on the stage, Does and this happened. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is I'm referencing real events here. Um, yeah, yeah. So there's like uh, all sorts of these things. Okay. Now, it's, so it's my understanding that it's definitely more involved than uh, American Idol and it's more because it's a one-off thing like nobody cares that much about the previous little competitions to right. figure out but it's that one thing while American Idol is more like a progressive thing well and they're trying to build a career too yeah. I don't think this is about that this is just about national these are usually people nationalism, these right? are people usually that have a pretty decent career in their respective countries okay because you would have to be you're not going to get plucked from obscurity and, and thrown into a studio to do your entry into the contest. It's right? unlikely. Okay, but you it, can it write. You it, can write the song though, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it happens sometimes. But I mean, we've had here in Iceland many, many versions. Once there was just they decided which who was the singer, and then there was like twenty people that wrote songs, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and then we picked that. Uh, do you know? Is there any citizenship requirement for that? Because I want to get in on this act. No, because. Eirik Hoekson has competed both for Iceland and Norway. Oh, that seems like cheating on yeah, his part. Yeah. Or it her is. part. Is it Eirik Hoekson? <laughs> he is uh, one of the more fair Icelandic uh, gingers. <laughs> As in he's just? He's even Stevens? Yes, he's very just. And uh, just in... No, I don't know where I'm taking that one. Okay, so what's happening on the lawn right now? now there's a, for the there's a strange child here. I, so the thing with children is that like they always look really quite weird. Like They don't look like humans. They look like... Uh, they look like what... What a non-human would draw and say, oh, yeah, that's a fine human. Yeah. Well, they haven't grown into themselves yet. They're sort of all of their, their features are slightly distorted. It, you see this with child actors. It's like, that's a good looking kid. Put that kid on TV. Flash forward six seasons later. Oh, God, who cast that kid? <laughs> what is happening there? Adam uh. Rich. Anyway, so this one we have outside. Uh, There's a child playing football with a rainbow-colored football currently, and wearing football. slippers. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the football is round. This football is round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As it's opposed to egg-shaped, like normal feet ball. Football with a U, right? What's what's foot? What's f- feet? Feet bell? Is that like the plural of feet football? balls? Feet balls. Hand me those feet balls. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I've got a whole sack of feet balls. <laughs> um, so I can write a song that will encompass everything there is, uh, that the essence of being Icelandic and an Icelander, submit it and possibly be chosen? Yes. Okay. This is, uh, I'm going to do that is what I'm, yes. this is all leading up to. All right. You need a singer? Uh, actually, I've got a singer in mind. Oh. But maybe you could, you know, if if we're talking about you, throwing some backup harmonies. Could, could, could I do some uh, some dancing, some gonna, erotic dancing? Well, that that's a given. And also, maybe a rap breakdown. How are your rhymes? My rhymes are uh, they are ill, uh, <laughs> as in as in quite bad, Ups- upsetting. <laughs> like no, they're, they're sick. They have a fever. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> my, my my rhymes are are. Are terrible. They need some antibiotics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. rhymes. They're sickly. They're oh, <laughs> they're 
So, so then what happens? Then this is the nation that wins. Eurovision. So the king of Eurovision. Yeah, right. Or what, the queen of Eurovision. What powers does this, does this afford them? So once you've uh, once you've competed and done all the tricks, okay. there is a there's a vote and there's a a panel of judges in each country or something. Anyway, there's a vote and it's tallied, and the king of Eurovision or the queen of Eurovision uh, gets a trophy okay. and gets to perform okay. the song again Good. and there will be extra confetti uh, on the stage and then the next year they have to throw this ridiculously expensive party in their own country. Oh, okay. So that, this is how we end up uh, having the competition in Tel Aviv this year. Right. And so, which brings up another great point, even though we have just solved the Middle East crisis problem, just move Israel to the middle of the outback, yeah. uh, everybody's happy. But right now, that since th- this, this has just come about, we've just solved this problem, that it, right now it's still a politically charged issue. Indeed. So, so actually, uh, there, <laughs> there have been like uh, more than one... Uh, like body of of uh, law that have been trying to trying to get Iceland out of the competition because the <laughs> Icelandic entry the don't spoil don't spoil who it is because we get, we're going to go through the songs in a little bit here oh are we now yeah. excellent yeah. okay so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk anything about who they are but uh, they maybe Ukraine what happened with Ukraine the uh, was it last year two years ago wasn't there some uh, mm. during the oh yeah there was somebody Putin, that was supposed rolled to the tanks in and and yeah some, somebody won when they weren't supposed to it's all linked po- folks. So I look yeah, it up. I mean, yeah. This is just news. Yeah. Snooze. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is definitely snooze. <laughs> this is like two years gone snooze, possibly uh, three or four. Yeah. But yeah, the Icelandic team was, uh, have been, they've been trying to uh, like not let them into the country. So apparently they said some nasty things about certain political entities in that area <laughs> and uh, and uh, maybe supported some sort of boycott okay. of, of, <laughs> of certain uh, products from certain countries of, of that area. This is a very effective tease. I, I think they're not going to know once we play these songs. <laughs> they're not going to know which one it is. <laughs> and then... Uh, but yeah, it's gonna go through. Okay, great. but but there are actually legal. There's more children now. <laughs> that there's three children outside the window. <laughs> very distracting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So legal things. Um, yes, there are actually legal precedents in in that they if you if you've supported a boycott of of that particular uh, country. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have like legal recourse not to let you in if if they don't want to. Holy shit! So it's <laughs> so actually it could happen that the Icelandic team just wasn't allowed in the country. Wow! So w- could they do a remote uh, sort of dial it in through through there? Uh, Maybe that's Skype uh, into the the contest if that's they had to? all up to Jon Ole Jensen, which is the Norwegian uh, head of of Eurovision. Uh, it's closely affiliated with the Nobel Committee, if I'm not must mistaken. Be. Yeah, must something be. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, who knows? But in all likelihood, it's just going to go through, through like usual. But uh, every year, and this is a tradition, uh, almost as, as important as the drinking, okay. is that 
is that uh, Icelandic people think they have an amazing chance at winning the competition. Sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But this year, actually, we might. Do you think? I mean, has has there ever been a worthy entry? Do you think from Iceland? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've come in second. That was with Selma Björnsdóttir and the great song "I'm Here All Out of Luck." She's great. Sure. All out of luck. Oops. Oh, copyright. Fuck. All out without you. <laughs> And then there was the third place uh, placement of Stjörnin with Eight Lagen. Eight Lagen. And all that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was soulful, it's by the way. It's a classic track. Uh-huh. Um, and then there was... So um, you had like a band version singing song, some song about math, right? Something like that. It was some kind of math-themed... Hmm. The guy who has the mustache and was the former health minister, I think. Oh, yes. That was in the pre-competition. That, oh, they, they didn't, didn't make, make the... Too, no. Oh, that's too bad. That was Dr. Gunni and Dr. Spock. That's a good By the way, tune. Dr. Spock yeah. is a great band, and you should listen to them. Dr. Okay. Spock. Dr. Spock. 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 Like Daughter of Dr. Spock. Dr. Spock. Okay. We'll check it out. And when we come back, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to check out Iceland's semis round of songs. They've already chosen one from these songs we're going to play for you. But just to give you a sample of what you guys are missing out over there, we'll we'll go through and then we'll, we'll make comment as we are wont to do uh, right after this. Good pie. A familiar squeak fills the poorly appointed foyer of your poorly appointed home and travels through the air to tingle the tympanic membrane of your inner ear. You stand in front of your bathroom mirror with dental floss hanging from your mouth like the limp, minty remains of over-exercised marionette apparatus. You process the noise, your eyes darting to the nearby clock. You note that you're late for an important meeting and are therefore also poorly appointed, but are soon interrupted by the dull clang of the recently squeaked mail slot door slapping itself closed. That's right, the mail is here. And where once lived a pleasant experience of greeting cards stuffed with cash from your grandma and the latest editions of zoo books and highlights magazines, now lives nothing but bills, bills, and more bills. That's right. Prepare to heave your emaciated wallet open and make another payment towards that arts degree you secured over 15 fucking years ago. It's money well spent by a clever 18-year-old version of you. Tear into that cell phone bill that funds your idle scrolling of photo-based social media. The electric company wants more money? Didn't you just pay them last month? Ah, you just had a birthday, which means the state can hit you up for another couple hundred bucks to renew a piece of paper that says you can drive a car that you can barely afford before covering the exorbitant insurance premiums determined by the circumstances of the place where your job is located. And a boat! Why did you ever decide to buy a boat? You can't cover those harbor fees. Yes, being held financially hostage from your late teens until you're literally an empty, decomposing husk of organic matter that the rest of humanity has signed off on as being lifeless is truly what this existence is all about. But what if there was a way to break this cycle? What if there was an escape hatch that, if used properly, could upend the woes of your debt-riddled life? A fiery escape hatch. Which is why this episode is brought to you by... Arson. Yes, arson. As simple as hanging some new curtains on a rod you installed yourself in a typically shoddy fashion, you turning on the stovetop to do your noodles, and then conveniently stepping out to chase the cat down, leaving enough time for the whole goddamn thing to go up like the Hindenburg, arson gives you a chance to wipe the slate clean and start again. What are you paying insurance premiums for if not to cash in here and there and get the man off your back? Oh, I'm sorry, you didn't get my payment? 
my apologies. I was busy watching my house burn down. What's that? Oh, no, no, it's no problem. But yes, I will accept your apology. If it takes a bit of emotional manipulation to clear the decks, so be it. The only reason the bill collectors care at all is because they're in the midst of chipping away at their own debt. You've just beaten them to the inflammatory punch. Yes, the sooner you can wrap your head around the idea that your physical possessions can be easily repurchased on eBay, the sooner you can set your cares ablaze today. Arson, the hottest way to balance the scales. Brought to you by the irresponsible plumes and inhalations of insurance instigating irritants of fake-out conflagrations. All right, and we're back, and we have presumably fixed the levels. They look a little bit better. If there was a little clipping last time, sorry. My bad. We're going to blame Michael McHugh, the guy who phoned in from the States. It's his fault. Yeah, it is. I'll take no blame. Really quite quite disturbing that he would do this in such a malicious way. I know. (laughs) Michael, stop pushing the buttons. He likes to push the buttons is what it comes to. He's a button pusher. Yeah, that's how it is. So we're going to run through. We were talking Eurovision before after that great ad break. By the way, those products, uh, get them now while you can. You know what I mean? They are limited in, in quantity, so yeah. you'll have to call in quickly. Right. So call in to uh, 105.thesauropod yep. at uh, the internet. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> So we're gonna what we're gonna do for you is the 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 semifinals for the pre semifinals the the pre the semis before the semis when Iceland decides which of these amazing hit songs are we gonna send off to represent all of us here on on the island right we're, this is gonna represent the collective creativity of Iceland exactly so what we're gonna do here is. I'm going to play for you some segments. Now, you've only heard the winner, correct? I have indeed. Only heard okay. that. Now, are you a radio listener? Because I'm sure if you are, then you would have heard at least some of these floating around. I have a personalized radio, which means I, I don't listen to the radio. <laughs> what are you talking Like something that fits in your pocket? What are you talking about? <laughs> I have this device where I can, uh, when I can queue up uh, audio streams of, of all sorts of... Uh, oh. Uh, ways and uh, listen sort of to those like, like instead a, of those FM uh, transmitted audio waves. That sounds like a a wireless radio meets an iPod. If it is a it is that would be an apt description of of what I'm working on. Oh, okay. Here. Is it? I I did program it myself and and uh, solder oh. it together. It's called uh, LG. V three zero. Oh, okay. If you, if you are those available uh, on the store website. So, so the the LT Corporation yep. from yep. Taiwan yep. Uh, stole my designs oh, and uh, actually was bold enough to to market a device bearing the same name and the same specs. Really? Yep. That's got that's a real slap in the face for yeah. you. you. And I'm getting nothing out of it. Wow. Uh, clearly, because you're doing this show. <laughs> yeah. I don't think. I mean, I'm not getting paid properly for this even. So. Uh, so it must be poor. But you're still doing the bo- the boutique, you know, per order ones, right? Oh, you can find course. those on storepod.com. Go on, get your own Detafos phone, right? Yeah, yeah. Detafone. Yeah, yeah. Call call me at plus three five four one oh five Sauropod and then put on some numbers. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna start here with I think his name is Friedrich. Omar. Oh, Frederick Omar. Does this sound familiar to you? I know who Frederick Omar is. He no. is from Dalvik. Okay, so <laughs> he is he is <laughs> of a, you know. he is a b- big name in the 
cover concerts in Iceland. So, oh, actually, they're not called cover concerts. They're called tribute concerts. It's a tribute, please. So there's a please. lot of uh, these uh, things. This happened a lot after the bank crash 10 years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, because we couldn't afford to bring in foreign <laughs> artists. So they actually cashed in on this and had like a bunch of tribute shows uh, where like okay. they'd have sellout crowds in the biggest room of, of our biggest hall. Yeah. And it'd be selling out for multiple shows wow. of, of like uh, really fucking expensive shows. <laughs> and when I say really expensive, you're, you're, we're talking like $100 for a tribute gig. Wow, per per seats? Per seat. Oh, okay, okay. Because, <laughs> well, yeah. That so so this is this is the pool that he we're drawing him from. Yeah, he is a. Uh, he is this him? By the way, this is him. Yes, this is it. Okay. He is he is a rugged gay man. Okay, well, look at that. But rugged, but 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 clean. Well, he's he, sensitive, presumably. I'm assuming so. Well, okay. So his song is called "Quath uh, Fjeget Eki Elska." Which is, what if I can't have love? So he wants love. Uh, so what if I can't love? Uh, what, oh, okay, well, this is, I mean, it's, they've translated it. What if I can't have love for the... Oh, yeah, the so this is what happens also. This, okay. is a, this is an intricacy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there will be the Icelandic lyrics will mm-hmm. be uh, in the local competition, and then they will sort of translate the lyrics. So right. these people must have already translated it, pre-translated it. Because back in the day, yeah. maybe 10 years ago, Eurovision, you had to be in your own oh, language. Okay. So there'd be an Icelandic track in Icelandic okay. until just pretty recently. And some some countries choose to do it nowadays. Do you mind if I give you just a brief reading of, of one of the I think, uh, verses uh, here? Uh, could you do it dramatically? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's the only way I know how to do it. So it should be so easy the way life's meant to be. To love another, but it doesn't work for me. They say there's somebody out there, and I will find my own. But I'm still all alone. <laughs> <laughs> now look, that's well, not fair. That it's not good. fair to read somebody's song lyrics uh, like you're fucking James Mason or something like that. It's not <laughs> fair to any songwriter. If I if I read to you, "Hey Jude," and the movement you need is on your shoulder, you'd be like, "Hey you're a Jude, idiot. yeah." Don't make it bad. Make Don't, it good. You make know, it make good. it better. <laughs> Take that sad song. Make it better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Divorce yourself Old from the tune. McDonald. <laughs> he had a farm. <laughs> okay, so what? Shall I play a bit of the so Icelandic ha- version or the English version? I think we should do the Icelandic version. Okay. So, so do we have like a, a cutoff point here? Can we do like five seconds without uh, copyright infringement? I'm not going to worry about it. It's on the internet, so I think that means it's free. And this is also representing the country. We're just boosting this artist. Uh, Friedrich should be thanking us if anything. Yeah, yeah definitely. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're going to do intro, verse, and then we'll get into the chorus to see what kind of heights he takes us to. Yes. And I think it's always fair. very important to see if there's a, uh, we call it a Eurovision increase. Uh, okay. It's the... <laughs> It's the uh, when the orchestra kicks in, that kind no, of thing. No, no. So they don't have the orchestra anymore, unfortunately. Uh, oh, too bad. But that's when uh, they do the key change. It's just oh, okay. Okay. Eurovision Heikunen. <laughs> you got to have it, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's so. not a proper song otherwise. Kvad ef je get ekki elska. Kvad ef je get ekki elskað eftir Friðrik Dór. Gjörðu þið svo vel. Friðrik Ómar. We got a little choir action. Ah, oh, it's a beautiful start. Mm-hmm. 
might know this melody. Like, yeah, this is like an old fifties ballad type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Good production. He's on a Neumann mic or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's a proper mic. Oh, I mean, this is not a cheap competition. People, people put a lot of effort. Into Sounds it. like money is what I'm hearing. Oh, bringing the band. Mm. This is pretty standard pop uh, tunage, isn't it? Yeah, this is, you would hear this, a, a slow dance at any local sock hop, maybe. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yeah, so it's all about the, the high notes. He's got pipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a fine singer. There's definitely okay. no more to this track. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> we, so okay, you got so the you got the Friedrich Omar with what if I can't what if I can't love what if I can't have love yes yes uh, so there's like a great a, question yes there's one thing uh, our listeners should know before we head on out is that like twelve points is the most points anyone can get in this competition. Well, how many points would you give that song? This song. Um, mm, this is a, a like so the the scale goes one two three four five six seven eight okay. ten twelve so there's no nine no no eleven interesting because <laughs> of curses or something like that I don't know no I'm assuming <laughs> I'm assuming at some point there was a scale just to ten and they figured like oh there should be one that goes. 12 right right but just spinal tappy yeah (laughs) just just not even one more but two more no for this one so this is a pretty pretty standard issue this wouldn't get far in the final contest because it doesn't have any doesn't have any pizzazz it doesn't have anything yeah for it It, this looks like uh from from the photograph he looks he looks like a pleasant charismatic man but i don't really hear that in this song i don't feel like this is a representative of, of three. I would give this uh, say a three. A it, three? It would okay. score but it wouldn't score very well. Okay. And it's not going to advance out of the semis in no. the real competition. No, 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 right? no. This is just a, it's too generic. Okay. So now we're going to move on to Hera Björk She's, a, she's another uh, Eurovision uh, sort of Hera Björk. How do you say? Uh, uh, frequenter? Oh, so she's. This is not her first. No, no, neither radio. is it. Uh, Frederick Omar. Oh, okay. It's okay. always the same kind of people. Well, oh, man, we, we got to get you in there then. I'll yeah. I'll do one for you too. Yeah. We'll, we'll and, and one for you as well. We'll get you two involved, and then we'll get you <laughs> your own song. So uh, that's uh, a whole kind of worms we don't want to open. You two. No, we do not. It's going to be a lot of hate. Let's keep the hate to a minimum on this episode. <laughs> it's been a beautiful time so far. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We had a bit of hate last time. Uh, it's, uh, oh, yeah, we did. We talked a lot of turkey last time. Yeah, didn't we? yeah. Uh, that report came out, by the Sexy way. Sexy turkey. We might <laughs> hey, it takes all kinds. <laughs> so, Herr Björk is, has a song called Eight Andertak. Ah, one moment. Moving on. All right. Well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, I'm going to assume you're right. Or, I mean, my pronunciation is going to be dreadful. No, no, it was very good. Uh Shall, shall I give you a taste? you want a sample yeah, of what you're in for? Yeah. Out of the darkness, reaching for that ray of light, my heart was pounding in each step. But this feels right. Mm. So, again, do you want the Icelandic version or do you want the... I think we should go with the Icelandic version. Okay. Just, uh... It is Reykjavik tonight. Let's... 
Let's keep yes. it. But uh, let's uh, maybe give the listeners a vote. Okay, Icelandic. Fair okay. enough. What's the kid with the soccer ball saying? <laughs> <laughs> She's glaring at us. Okay, we'll go Icelandic. Eight Andartak. So, uh, again. Yeah. So it's very classic that the Icelandic semi-finals tracks yeah. tend to be similar to the track that won the competition the last time. Oh, uh, okay. That's a that's a great angle. That's yeah, a, but easy one. yeah, never ever does the same kind of song win the competition twice okay. in a row. Do you think the whole thing is going to be kind of low key like this, or do you think we're going to kick it up a notch at some point? Uh, I think there might be a kick up a notch. There's potential for this to soar. Yeah, yeah she has to go like. Yeah. She has a pair of lungs on her. Does she? Yeah. yeah. Give it to me. She used to be a frost rose. I'm gonna check back with you on what that means in a moment here, but. Oh. Kind of a mellow. I mean, this would have done well back in the day when we had the orchestra, but this is all going to be playback. Do you think we're going to get a rhythm track at any point? Like, I could hear some drums kind of kicking in. They must come now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's going to dial it back. Ooh, I I got cymbals. Oh, there it is. So they're Mm. they're clacking on the clacker there. We're on a we're on journey here, but nah, we can't we can't continue on this journey though. Just just for the sake of we want to leave you with uh, with that taste in your mouth, so you can Mm. go get some more. You know that was that was good. I I prefer that over Frederick Omar, even though like his was uh, more sort of energetic, but this one was uh, more pretty. There was a little bit of. Dare I say it, Icelandic soul in there? Mm. Like she, you know, she's trying to, she's expressing herself. Yes, she's been part of a crew that does uh, Christmas concerts, massive Christmas tribute concerts oh. every year. Do you think this was a, a Christmas song? Moving on, mm. do you feel like this? It was probably a started off as a Christmas song, but oh, then again, okay. every song is a Christmas song. Oh, at least from Italy. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we passed this. Yeah. yeah. All right. What? What? So, how many tracks are there in well, this competition? So there are. In the semis, we got five, so we've we've taken okay. down two. So what's your what's your double star system here for moving on? Moving on, I'm giving her uh, I'm giving her a a five out of five? twelve. Okay, okay. Assuming is that assuming that the drums do kick in at some point beyond? No, I just I like there was musicality to it, and, and uh, I'm assuming there will be uh, something interesting happening in the end, there. like a middle eight, something like yeah. that will change up. Yeah, yeah. And plus the key. We're of course, we're of course missing out on the second part of this, like uh, these tracks, but we can't play them out. So, well, maybe. Maybe one of these will will let it play out to see if it has the change, the requisite mm. change that you need to have, either middle eight, key change, or both, probably. Oh, probably both. Um, but moving on here, let's go for Fighting for Love, it's called. Uh, What's the Icelandic track? Betri Althin. <laughs> so, what's, what's, uh, how do you translate that, Justin? Into? Betri Althin. Uh, so, better... Something you uh like yours you something better without you better without you that's that was close <laughs> that's the opposite through. of uh, of a love song isn't it <laughs> this is uh I'm gonna start singing this to uh to the the people I like in my life theme <laughs> I'm better without you <laughs> I wish you weren't here that's so sweet of you to say 
<laughs> so this is Tara Moby. Do you know who that is? I do not know who Tara okay, Moby this is. is. Tara Moby. All right. She's got great hair. She Can wins the hair competition. Yes, very good. Um, it's very important. So, like, outfits are a whole thing of this. Uh, okay, and so dances. And what stuff. can we expect outfit-wise? Say it's a lady. Give me one. A lady. lady there will be uh, a ballroom dress that eventually turns into the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> is, is the fabric gauzy or is it... Uh, more sturdy, uh, is it a... I would have thought there was a, a, a metal sort of internal structure. Is there, okay, so there's, okay, there's an infrastructure there. Oh, I mean, the, these things are ridiculously elaborate sometimes. <laughs> Could you hide a baby under oh, the... Several. Okay, that's that's all I needed to know. <laughs> and if you're a fella, what are you wearing if you're a guy? If you're wearing... Ooh, that's... Uh, we're doing suit? We're doing straight suit? You're probably wearing uh, suit trousers. Okay. And a saxophone. <laughs> and nothing else? Yeah. Oh, I like the sound of that. <laughs> and what if we're questioning what we oh, are? Oh, there is a meme, actually. You've probably seen it. There's the saxophone guy on Reddit. Like, he was from Eurovision. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll look that up. Is, I mean, pre presumably the saxophone is positioned in a sort of devil may care. No, this particular one was very energetic and dancing in a... Ooh, how do you explain this? So there would be... You'd, you'd put the saxophone up and turn left. Okay. And then you'd take the saxophone down and go to the center. Uh -huh. And then you'd put the saxophone back up mm -hmm. and go right. And this would be done rhythmically as you played the saxophone. Oh, sure. Sure. I could see that happening at a at an East Street Band concert. Yeah, it will be similar to when you have the bass guitar and the yeah. and the guitar mm -hmm. uh, guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, uh, doing a unison thing where they go sort of swing back very and forth. popular. Yeah, yeah, very popular. So this would be a similar thing, but kicked up several notches because it's on a saxophone and the man. Oh, I think he was actually wearing a west top, but no shirt. I What's think. a west top? A west top is oh, like a vest top. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah a three, a, th a third of a three-piece suit. Okay, and I, I see. That's what I'm wondering: is like, do you see, do you see vests in this competition? Do you see vest T-shirt combos? Do you see juicy vests? All sorts, okay. all sorts. Vests are very in uh, this decade. I don't know if you're yeah. aware. Of it. No, I'm not a vest man at the moment. I have uh, my belly is too large for a vest. Uh, See, I think that's just that's ample real estate for you to be like a pocket watch man. Get yourself. A nice I would definitely be a. I would definitely be a gold chain there. man there. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, I think that I like a like an old timey railway tycoon, something like that. That's what I see for you. Exactly. So I'm going to give you just a sampling uh, Awensku of fighting for love, as it's known, or Betriam theme. Uh, broken down, misunderstood. Our love burned away. <laughs> you just showed me the saxophone picture. <laughs> Epic sax guy Eurovision playlist, Sergei Stepanov and Sunstroke. <laughs> and he is wearing a dashing vest with racing stripes on it, it looks like. And white rimmed sunglasses. Oh, definitely. And he's got his tips bleached. This is incredible. What what era is this from? This is very recent. Oh, okay. Wow. Like maybe four years if, ago? If you guys want a sampling of what the kids are doing out here... Epic sax guy Eurovision. You'll you'll find that. Epic sax. Ah, oh, he's just so cool. <laughs> <laughs> A new angle, and he's wearing fingerless red gloves. <laughs> oh yeah, they're definitely leather. <laughs> So yeah, uh, look him up if you don't. Wow. He's uh, he's an important uh, cultural icon of Europe. All right, listen. Let me. I think he's Bulgarian. Oh okay. 
So this is not what the kids are doing in downtown right now. Mm, here, yes, they are. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the name of those gloves is Griffler. Griffler. Yeah, it's a great name. Okay. Uh, do you have some of those? I do not, unfortunately. I'll get some and wear them next time. Yeah, exactly. Now let me try to uh, touch your soul here with some of this. Mm. Broken down, misunderstood. Our love burned away. You dragged me down, turned my life around. You drove me insane because I felt alone when I was deep in love. I felt alone when I was with you, and I've never been so sure of anything that I wanted you out of my life. Ooh, I kind of like this. This is dark I shit. attitude here from Tara Moby. Tara Moby. Yeah, let's see what Tara Moby sounds like. Okay, so again, we're going to go out and school. Uh, Eastland school. Alright, we're going for some like auto tune pop here. We got the requisite acoustic strum. Yeah. Like a kick drum there, a soft kick drum. Not dissimilar from a Taylor Swift no. from like seven years ago. Yeah. I like those snaps and pro snaps. Yeah, definitely. Take me there. Kick in, band. Come Take on. Me there. Oh, okay. Pre-chorus. Nice. All right. And then we come up. All right. Intro to the chorus. It's a double intro. Start the chorus whenever you're ready, Tara. Oh, oh. oh very Diplo. I'm pretty feeling this. Yeah, this is like, uh, yeah, like you said, this is seven-year-old pop music. Yeah. I like the, the wonky alien noises there. Yeah, it's very, very Diplo Skrillex type thing. And then we're going to like a further, a second chorus almost. All right. Can you just wind it so it's at the end there? So yeah, we can okay. Let's see if we can see the, here, the last half minute. Oh. Let's go ahead to two minutes in. All right, so drop out. Another another build up. Fair enough. So we're gonna go up again. And then doom doom. Okay. We are both dancing in studio right now, yeah. so it's working. Whatever she's going for. Even the round football children are are dancing out there. Do we got all of Vestavia right now? Ooh yeah! Oh, this whole town is. Okay, but are we going anywhere else, or do you think this is it? I there must be a thing. How yeah, much? We're, how much time do we have? We're towards the end, we got about twenty seconds. I think we can do it. Nope, it's gone. Oh, that's, uh, that's okay. Maybe this, we missed it. Maybe we scrolled past it. No, no. This was just uh, a generic pop song. I'll tell you uh, about that. that unfortunately, that was, that was enough for me. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this one a two. A two? Whoa! Yeah. No, it's a, it's a, it's a fine pop tune. Okay. If it had been released seven years ago, yeah, and, uh, and I just don't think it would have done well in the competition. I'm just thinking about the wellness of the Icelandic performance. Here. That's true. We do want to bring home the gold or the, the trophy. Yes, uh, the gold and the excessively <laughs> expensive uh, habit of having to put this on. Like it's ridiculously <laughs> expensive. Like it's, it's a production where you have like. 
I don't know how many guests. Seventy thousand guests, maybe? Wow. No, probably not. And well, what's some I mean, tens of thousands? I mean, of guests. tens of millions of people are watching this around the, the, the globe. Yeah, right? probably a hundred million more. I would have thought at least that. People are very invested. I in mean, it. the Germans are are quite quite numerous, as oh, are the UKians. Okay. So the UK is involved in this, huh? Yes. Even though they do their own, they've got Simon Cowell back in so, the, so, the saddle. So, so Eurovision is completely unrelated to Simon Cowell and, and his endeavors. He and it came first. Oh, really? Okay. Eurovision has been going on since like 1960s, I want to guess. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Before you could even see it, it was just Euro hear this. Right? Yes. Well, Iceland started competing in 86. Okay. And have you ever... 1986? Did you ever win the gold bullion no, prize? No. We were, came in second a couple of times. Ah, and third once. Well, well, maybe this is the year. Uh, okay, so we've got two mo- two left. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll give you the one that sort of uh, struck me as a, as a clear-cut sort of like, yeah, this will work in many formats. Um, mm-hmm. Let's find out what this person's name is. She is wearing an orange motorcycle jacket in this Ooh, photo. Very good. Her name is Christina Skobu Byronson. Ooh. And as I, you can see here. I don't know who this is. She is wearing an orange That's leather. That's not an Icelandic m- name. Motorcycle jacket. Yeah. Byron. But, but it's got the. Oh, you have. Uh, ah, okay. Uh, whatever that letter is. Ai. Uh, Ai. And so this is called Yao Migshalf. And what does that mean? That means uh, none of this translating from the iPad. You have to translate it yourself. Yao Migshalf. Something about me, myself, and I. Something like that. I own myself. I own myself. Oh, Yao. Right. Mm-hmm. Either that or I'm on top of myself. Yes. Right. Uh, but they've translated it. I went school here as "Mama said." Mama said. So the Metallica track. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> King nothing. No, no, that's not right. Uh, so I'll, let me. I'll Mama just... said. <laughs> it was like there were people that were trying to say that "Load" was a good, good album. It wasn't. Yeah, that's like a public service announcement to you. Until if, it if, you think lo- if you think "Load" is a good album, it's not. Then you've never listened to an actual Metallica album. Yeah. Um. What about, uh, you know, Give Me Fuel, Give Me Fire? Yeah, give me I mean, they're one. fine songs, but uh, <laughs> come on. They're not, like, they're not a whole piece of piece of music like 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 the red one or the black one or the white one. They were trying to adapt with the times. They were adjusting for... The they were no Saint Anger, man. They were <laughs> Saint Anger is the, is the pinnacle of Metallica. So. My lifestyle determines my death style. Exactly. Come on, that's good. That that's is good. good. That's good I'm, shit. I'm not being that's uh, a sarcastic there. That makes me want to go jog around the island. That's, yes. That's <laughs> really fast. The snare drum sounds like ass, but... The, no, the I like the snare it. sound, actually. You like it? Yeah. Oh, it's so... Give me that pie plate and let me punch it. That's what it sounds like. (laughs) That classic Lars Ulrich. Yeah, I I don't know if if you have this in the in the United States, but we have a a brand of chocolate called uh, Quality Street from Nestle. It used to be from a company called Macintosh. Okay. And not to be confused with Equality Street by David Brent, the song. (laughs) No. Okay. They are related. Anyway, uh, we. We describe the snare sound as as 
that's that kind of can. That's just <laughs> hitting that kind of can. It's a it's a big metal can you get for Christmas. Yep, Saint Anger on in stores now. Check it out. The local. snooze, right? the music snooze. <laughs> Came out approximately, what's that, 14, 15 years ago now? I'm going to go for 20-something. Close to 20? Okay. More than 20. No, that because that movie came out in 2004, and the album came out around that time, 15. So check it out. I, I, I recall. I, I, saw, I saw it in the theater, so I, I know the Which time and the place. Which movie is that again? Uh, some Kind of Monster. No, that's way later. No way. 2000, I'm saying 2004. Uh. So let's see what Google says here. Give uh, me the Google. Uh, that's Load we're talking about. Or are we talking about we're Saint talking Saint Anger? Ah, Saint Anger. Yeah, that's uh, that's Load would have been nineteen ninety seven. Six. Six. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Saint Anger would be uh, two thousand two, three ish. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. And again, our lifestyles determine our death styles. Yes. yes. Never forget. So Metallica was a big thing in the States, but Metallica, yeah, somehow huge. Too Unlimited wasn't. That's true. <laughs> I really do. Like, I would like to hear from our listeners. You, you Do you know what Too Unlimited is? There's got to be an audience for it, right? I mean, it was not a bad song. So Death of Us played for me this song by a group called Too Unlimited from 1993. Some lady in a very nice vinyl style dress singing over some kind of... Uh, what what kind well, like of electro pop? Early nineties electro pop. I believe the technical term is Euro trash. Euro trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that reads about right. Your words, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, you can Google you can Google that on your Wikipedia's and there oh, will like, be. It's like shoegaze and math rock. It's Euro trash. Yep. Oh, that's okay. an actual genre name. <laughs> okay. So back to Christina Skobu. Christina, I'm so sorry to say your name wrong. I know it's wrong. Uh, let's let's check out a little bit of Mama said. We'll, I'll give you a couple lines. No rules to follow. I feel the heat on my skin. Mm-hmm. Heat is good. I look for love, but aim for trouble. Oh, <laughs> oh, shit. oh, Christina, girl, what you got? Give it to me. Yeah, me show. Alternative uh, pop rock, but but also a, a retro feel to it. It's yeah, got yeah, that yeah. sort of that old reverb, that the Winehouse reverb. Yeah, it's like a it's like music that was trying to, trying to sound old ten years ago. Exactly. Like a tambourine, pro tambourine here. But it's not bad. This is this was my choice. This is produced. Wait, wait, wait till you get to the chorus, though. No comments to be made about this. It's just a fine pop tune. It's a decent pop song, right? Yeah. No issue, Christina. No, no, that's a that's a solid uh, seven. Uh, okay, excellent. So I think let's give credit where credit's due. We've got uh, Laga Hufunder. Yes. Apparently, songwriter. Yes. You know? We've got Svet 
Runar Sigurdsson. I know. <laughs> I'm I'm familiar with that man. You know Sven. Yeah, okay. I've gone to the movies with him. <laughs> Do you? Well, send him my regards. I've not Get seen him, him for many, many years. Oh, well, he okay, was well, trying to turn, study to be a dentist, and then he was trying to study to be a medical doctor. Okay. Like, don't get me started on the whole medical doctor thing. <laughs> um, now he's writing hit tunes. Yeah, he's I've been doing. He's been. Uh, he's one of these people that has a song in this contest every year. Oh, good for him. Uh, and then uh, text to Hofandar Islandska, Valger Magnusson or Svet Runar Sigurdsson. There he is again. Uh, okay. Yeah. And they did the uh, English version as well. All right. So okay. So we got one more. So you gave it so a you seven. Did, so, so this is one of the semifinals. I'm, I'm assuming we're skipping the other one. So there's a whole. There's two semifinals in Iceland. Oh, are there really? Yeah, yeah you missed out on a couple of tracks drag there. Drag this shit out, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so this was the this was from the second of March. Yes. So this is the, the I guess the the finals of the semifinals. Ah, possibly semi semifinals. Yeah. Yes, that might be the case. All right, so let's let's move on to entry number five by an outfit called Hattari. This song is called Hatritmun Sigra, which is Hate will be the best or something like that? What's yeah, the hate will be victorious. Okay. And here's here's what I'll tell you right away about Hatari. There is no English version of this song. No. So what what do you got? What do you you know these guys? Hatari, yes, yeah. yes. They are uh, they've been a pretty big uh big act here in Iceland for uh, for the last two years. Can you describe the dresses that they wear? Um, I can de- well. I vests. think I've actually <laughs> described one of their members before in this show. It was during the oh. Airwaves edition. Oh, okay. They had uh, one of the mullet man. Oh, okay. So they were the ones stealing your look. Yes. Uh, so the one of the oh. singers from this outfit uh, stole my look okay. and has now. He did it worse, but he did it more publicly. So I had to scale mine back, and now I'm just a normal-looking man. Which is they're going to be doing that next year. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They uh, so he has like this amazing mullet and perm, and it's uh, it's just uh, phenomenal. <laughs> and kudos to you, Clements. Is he the man wearing the face mask with the spikes on it, or um, is he the one wearing the? So there's uh, three of these people. So yeah. the spiky face mask man, he's the man who makes the music. Okay, and the red. Uh, red mullet, yeah, yeah, red mullet. That's the mullet guy. Mm-hmm. He's like the, I, w- I, w- I would call him the gimp, maybe. Okay, and <laughs> and then uh, then this guy, the last guy, he's the, handsome here. He's the shouty one. Oh, okay. He's he's your singer. He's the he's the main singer with the raspy vocals. Now uh, these guys are they're sort of like a. Uh, I think they describe themselves as a as a BDSM outfit. Oh, okay. So, are they doing like banjos? That that, that type of group? They're doing yes. Sort of, uh, it's banjos. Mandolins. It's uh, disulfocons. Okay. And uh, didgeridoos. <laughs> didgeridoos. <laughs> banjos, didgeridoos, uh, xylophones, and uh, maracas. Okay. <laughs> well, BDSM. I look forward to hearing this. As there are no English lyrics here, I will give you my bastardized pronunciation of the first few lines here. So. You native Icelanders, please enjoy. I'm sure Hattari would appreciate my reading of this, ah, right? Svalith varhum lulust. Svalith varhum lulust. That's exactly what I said. I think you can play it back and hear that. Thinkan er endalust. Very good. Livith er tilgangslust. Very good. Tomith 
hinter atla. Mm-hmm. So you want a translation of that? Uh, yeah. Give, what do you got? Mm, let me just see that. Yeah, real quick. So, uh, Ooh, that's the. Um, this is a love song, a ballad. <laughs> the hedonism was without limit. <laughs> the hangover is without end. Mm-hmm. Life is without meaning. The void gets everyone. So they're uh, not wrong. No, they're not wrong. No, the void will collect us all uh, when we uh, are released sweetly into the embrace of death. Yeah, we can't wait for it. Uh, if anything, this is these lyrics are too pedestrian. Mm-hmm. It's too on the nose. So uh, maybe a because Eurovision is such a vast subject, it's really hard to we'll come to back put to it, it into a sure. thesis. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but like the main clientele of 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 this is the Icelandic. And gay people. Okay. So it's Iceland and possibly some of the Nordic countries mm-hmm. and then gay people of Europe. Okay. And, th- and so this, uh, and there's an overlap in that Venn diagram, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So sh- should we have a sample? I think we should have a sample. Okay. It's Hatrit Munsigra by Hatari. Oh, I see. Is this the first time you hear this? No. No. (laughs) I think they're using a custom-made pedal to make the voice like that by Vinny Ramos, who lives in uh, Sadovarfjörður. Is he another buddy of yours? He's he's an acquaintance, yeah. (laughs) He's building a tape, uh, analog tape studio in the east of Iceland where nobody goes ever. That seems terribly impractical. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) And yet very Icelandic, I suppose. Oh, he's Irish. Oh, okay. There we go. That's oh. Clemens, the, the, the mullet man. You see this right here. I mean, I can see this going places. Yeah, yeah. But this started off as like a, as a project from art school, I think. They're probably this song or the, the no, group? just the whole gr- oh, okay, uh, group. Okay. And uh, they they actually had a last ever gig of Hatari uh, five months ago. Oh no! And I went to that, and and uh, it was a fine gig. <laughs> but they promised us there'd be no more fucking Hatari because they were uh, their their mission to bring down capitalism had had failed but then they i'm assuming got paid a bunch of money to continue bringing down capitalism sure well uh, i mean even those people need to get funding from somewhere yeah exactly yeah so these people are representing us i'm happy about that so they yeah so not to not to be, you know spoiler alert i guess from again snoozy spoiler alert but hatari won yeah. and they and they're the ones who will be having uh, issues crossing the border perhaps mm-hmm. getting exactly. to tel aviv to perform this, and so wh- how many how many stars do you give this? How many this? I'm Scott gonna. This? I would give this twelve. Twelve stars. Okay. Well, yeah, I think nice. I I think definitely out of all the songs we have today, uh, it's the one most likely to do well in the competition. But like, it's it's a complicated thing. You have to take into account what happened last year, like what kind of songs were. Happening last year, so there's carryover then from season to season. Yeah, there's a lot of tracks usually that are in a similar fashion as the last one that won. Okay, so do you think there will be a lot of? Do you foresee a lot of despair being submitted over this summer for next year's competition from Iceland? No, we we tend to forget about this until uh, 
the semis again. Oh, okay. <laughs> but there's been some excellent entries uh, into Eurovision. I recommend checking out Lordi from Finland. Okay. That was a heavy metal outfit uh, of monsters. <laughs> people dressed up as monsters okay. and they won yeah i love the concept <laughs> and then there was uh verta sarduka or something like that from the ukraine oh. a couple of years ago okay there was a man uh, dressed up in drag but the drag outfit was made of disco ball okay and he he just walked around the stage singing tansen no tansen tansen and uh, that was a good that was a good entry. Okay. So I was a couple, and then of course Epic Sax Guy. I think that might have been the same competition as Vergas Arduka. Wow, star studded that one. Mm-hmm. That's a mm-hmm. good season. Then there was one that where they actually built a skating rink on the stage. They they have like incredibly efficient switchovers on the stage. Oh, there's like changing. one track, yeah. then there's like half a minute or one minute of intro for the next track, and it's a completely different stage and, and, wow. and all that. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's an impressive it's an impressive production. So when do we see, when do we get the, the Tooth submission? When does Tooth put, join the join the parade? Ah, the Tooth. Yeah. Ah, that's a good Good question. Maybe next year. Okay. You the, prob- with the, problem, the problem with uh, Tooth and uh, and the, the Eurovision Song Contest is that they have rules about how long the tracks are and okay. the political content of the tracks. Okay. And uh, Tooth has never made a track that is over two minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> you guys have an aesthetic and you stick with it. Yeah. I enjoy that. Mostly I just, I, I don't have the breath to, to sing for more than two minutes. I see. Well, it's, a, it's a long set yeah, you exactly. have to do. So you guys barrel through your 47 songs and then it's all done? Yep. Okay. Great. Well, so that's your Eurovision update. So welcome to Eurovision, uh, I, listening audience. I wish I could uh, explain it better and in a more comprehensible way and in a more sort of systematic way. But it's just such a vast subject. And, and like every time you think about a, a different aspect of it, you, 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 you remember things that need to be sort of put forth. Sure. So I think... I think the best way to discuss uh, Eurovision would be in a in a book or a thesis. Oh, okay. Um, where we would uh, sort of have to put our thoughts into into order and have tables chapters and, and tables like that, and, and charts, glossaries and all that. Yeah. Okay. I well, don't think I don't think it's a visual. Uh, we we shouldn't have a like a pictures or videos or audio to describe it. I think it would be best described in by pr- in print. In print. Well, you know, we've got that writing staff that, again, uh, has not been providing us with much material, if any, at all. Yeah. Maybe uh, we get them to work on that for us. I don't then, think it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think so either, but they're still cashing those checks. Like, they're cashing those checks and there's like, there's there's never any leftover pizza. No. They, <laughs> they're very hungry and they're they're very they're and there's a there's a there's money. a particular odor near them it's uh, it's like a plant-based odor uh-huh. and uh, yeah 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 and uh yeah there's no output there's only we put money in there and we put pizza in there and we get nothing back but uh get but the stairs <laughs> yes and uh a toilet <laughs> roll bill that <laughs> we can't afford to pay for <laughs> So, that's so we might have to let some of our writing staff go. God, you know who I blame? Capitalism. Ah, well, it's a good thing we're sending anti-capitalist uh, BDSM people to Israel to I, sort that shit out. Hatari speaks for me, personally. Yes. So this is great. We're going to check back in with Eurovision as it proceeds, as these rounds 
Uh, Are we going to do it as a snooze item sometime in uh, in August? <laughs> it's possible. Uh, it depends on the turnaround time for the edits. So we have to do these shows really, really well. So fewer yeah, edits, yeah. the quicker we get these out here. Mm-hmm. But so we we'll check back on that. Hey, thanks for telling us all about Eurovision. Well, I told you some about Eurovision. Thanks it's for a, like I say, <laughs> it's a vast subject. Yeah, exactly. dive into it. Let's let's get down to the reason for the season. We gotta we gotta inform the people. Oh yeah, the yeah people yeah. are out there. They it's want like, the information, and they don't have it, and they don't have it, and they probably wouldn't have had it because it was. Quite some time ago. If they haven't heard it by now, then they wouldn't have heard it, but they're going to hear it now. Yeah, and it's quite obscure. Yeah, and it's the snooze. This is the snooze. Sauropod News. And now, here's the latest from yesterday. Dateline! Definitely a month or two ago, most likely. But we're getting it to you now. This is the snooze. Mm -hmm. The Guardian. The Guardian. Well, that's a quality uh, the real outlet, deal. isn't it? They're the real deal. So, Where's the Iceland monitor? It's, it's coming. It's, you <laughs> hold on. Uh, Dahlia Alberger. That's a name. That's the writer from the Observer part of the Guardian Archaeology Edition. Because, again, this is the snooze. We dabble in you know, very few things that don't get as much coverage as maybe they should. Mm-hmm. Nile shipwreck discovery proves Herodotus right after 2,469 years. Finally, nice. they got to the bottom of it. <laughs> yeah. Quite literally, they went to the bottom of the ocean yeah. and found it. Yeah. In the 5th century BC, the Greek historian Herodotus visited Egypt and wrote of unusual river boats on the Nile. 23 lines of his Historia, the ancient world's first great narrative history, are devoted to the intricate description of the construction of a, quote-unquote, baris. That sounds like gripping literature, mm, if I've ever yeah. heard it. 23 lines can describing we, a boat. Can we get a, get a hold of some of that literature? Is that, like, uh, available to the public? Oh, the Historia? Is it, uh, is it available to the sauropods? I feel like it probably is. I think the statute of limitations regarding copyright is probably expired at mm-hmm. this point. So are we are we talking about uh, a sauropod special? Where oh, we, where we go through it yeah. and just see what he was saying, then look at the photos and yeah. see if he nailed it? Yeah. Oh, I could see that happening. Yeah. No doubt. People, lo- the, If I know anything about the people, by which I mean our listening audience, they mm-hmm. love Herodotus. They yeah. can't get enough of that shit and they're really quite shouty now and saying women have been treated horrible up until this time and including this time exactly oh shit (laughs) (laughs) wow you should not be trusted with the buttons no i can't I'm not unlike Michael McHugh at the mixing board. Don't, I'm a button pusher. Mm-hmm. For centuries, scholars have argued over his account because there was no archaeological evidence that such ships ever existed. That's very archaeological, isn't it? That's very kind of by the book, which is what I think of when I think I mean, of isn't that what archaeologists are? They're just sort of by the book, uh, have, their, have their book and their pencil. No, no, not I, pencil. I guess That's so. Icelandic for pencil is is not pencil. Okay, it is a paintbrush. <laughs> I thought it was a blab blaver. Mm, no, no. Okay, all right. Never mind. Pens. So, but I guess what I'm saying is, so future archaeologists are going to dig up a paperback copy of Tech War by William Shatner, <laughs> and they're going to get down on him because, like, well, he's describing a spaceship that mm-hmm. I, we have yet to see proof of. I mean, they have, uh, they did this on Galaxy Quest. 
There was Did a premise okay. of, of Galaxy Quest. There was this alien race that picked up the ancient transmissions. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. So that's basically what's happening here. Oh, okay. So, but it's just the Greek version of this. Yeah. So basically, this is their sci-fi, and we're picking up on it as as oh, fact. Okay. Well, we've got a doctor here who would like to weigh in, Doctor Damien Ross. Is he a medical doctor or a proper doctor? He's. Uh, it looks like director of U- Oxford University's Center for Maritime Archaeology. I guess what you would call a, a oh, what a soft a, a doctor museum, Damien. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. On his at least account. at least he probably has a PhD. Uh, most likely, but it's you know what it doesn't have those letters here, so I can't trust that. No, and, no. And the, the snooze is very strict about rec- reporting just the stupid facts. Yes, yes. Of it wasn't until we discovered this wreck that we realized Herodotus was right. Uh, what Herodotus described was what we were looking at. Well, I mean, it says it all right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's very handy. So, do you want to know what he was describing? Yes, I would very much like that. In 450 BC, Herodotus witnessed the construction of a barus. He noted how the builders, quote, cut planks two cubits long, which is apparently 100 centimeters, and and arranged them like bricks, unquote. He added, on the strong and long tenons, pieces of wood, they insert two cubit planks. This is a lot of cubit talk. That's a lot of cubits. I kind of want to skip past this. Let's just say a lot of cubits, planks involved, brick pattern. Maybe we could just take the text that you were going to read and count the words in it and then just report (laughs) the word count. It was 19 cubits. That's very factual. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, yeah, that's, that's how you... How you sort of you condense the news into into so there into there are nine piece. subsequent paragraphs picking up between <laughs> one and nine. I'm gonna go for seven because okay. everybody will pick seven. Okay, is that is that a general rule of yeah. of uh, chance like, or what like if you if you wanna if you wanna ask somebody to pick a number between zero and ten, seven is the most popular. I mean, I think I would pick I I would pick seven. Aesthetically, it's very pleasing. It's yeah. pointy. It's kind of it's got its own thing going on. You yeah. can't trust a round one. Yeah, you know, like an eight is. I think it's kind of lazy. I think the reason is that like nobody will pick an even number because that's the obvious choice somehow. It, even numbers are somehow better than the odd numbers. Yeah, they're like divisible, right? Yeah, fucking bullshit numbers. Fuck even numbers. Uh, so yeah, and five. <laughs> no, nobody's gonna pick the center. I like five. I'm. I'm I mean, five is a fine fives. number. It's a fine number. Threes, fives, and sevens. Keep it on, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, okay, you've chosen paragraph seven. If we can't glean much more from this article, then the whole thing has been a failure as far as I'm concerned. Yes. Robinson said, was that the guy that was referenced before? No. (laughs) (laughs) But I like Dr. Damien Robinson, director of Oxford. Fair enough. Or something other. Okay. I'm not used to this whole last name thing. Robinson said, what... uh, where planks are joined together to form the hull. Like, we're still on the plank. <laughs> <laughs> At least we're moved away from the cubits. It, it, it's true. Well, don't speak too soon. Let's make sure. Where planks are joined together to form the hull, they are usually joined by mortise and tenon joints, which fasten one plank to the next. Here we have a completely unique form of construction, which is not seen anywhere else. And uh, who could have who could have even uh, come up with such a system of, of constructing things? It's I, it's genius. It's true because go Herodotus. 
Tis. I mean, yeah, <laughs> he was just looking at it, but yeah, I think uh, he should get all the credit. Okay, so he didn't invent this shit. No, he was just, just writing wrote, about oh, the clever he was, Egyptians. He was the minute man. He was the minute taker. Why were we questioning this? Because if you look at, say, your Great Pyramid of Giza, mm-hmm. they're not just stacking bricks up, uh, all even Stevens. They're doing them in what they're describing here via cubits and planks but sort of in yeah a- i mean each each brick would be would be displaced by uh, uh, two cubits definitely uh maybe two and a half cubits. that shakes out to what like 17 centigrade or something like that yeah i think that's uh pretty accurate not yeah. sure what the volume translation would be but no but uh i mean you'd want to move them over a cubit and a half i think or maybe two and a half cubits and then it's a question of how tall they are i would have thought that the tallness should be uh, twice uh, that, so it'll be five cupids. Okay, uh, just a feeling you have. Yeah, and as we know, feelings I mean, are as good as facts. I mean, uh, that's my engineering sense here. Like, uh, okay. it's uh, noted engineer, <laughs> that Fosberg one. Yeah, 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 weighing in. Uh, well, boy, I think we got to the bottom. You know, good for Herodotus. Exactly. He, I think that's what we can take out of. He it. came back with all this sexy cubit and plank talk, and everybody was like, "Fuck you." Yep. And now he gets to say it right back from beyond the grave. Mm, that's the best I told you so. And when he does, you when can everybody hear it here involved on is dead. <laughs> Sweetest victory. Mm. The Daily Herald business. Oh, nice. Uh, this is a, a news source. <laughs> it's a, it's a news resource of some repute. Uh, the reputation is so strong that it does not require a byline. Not sure who wrote this, but it's just all under that banner of Daily Herald business. Mm. Does it have uh, animated GIFs on the front website? Uh, I don't see that. I uh, do not. It's got a paper, menu, though. Like the animated part of, of paper is really quite lacking. It's a, it's a feature we should add to the next revision uh, of yeah. paper. I think uh, J.K. Rowling in the Harry Potters it really has that lockdown. Oh, yeah. We can just sort of get to how she did that in her books. So we're going to have to pay her royalties when you figure it out? I think I already am, to be honest uh, with you. Yeah. I uh, love that shit. Scientists achieve time reversal in quantum computer. Oh. Did you hear about this? I did, actually. Did you hear about this? No. According to the laws of the law of physics, now you are a, a, a physician, right? <laughs> That's what they're called? <laughs> uh, you've got a, a physicist background, right? Uh, yeah, the physicians. They always try and invade us. Like, they they stole our, our title, doctor, and then they stole our, our other title, physics. Yeah. For the PhD. PHY is a pretty sexy letter combo. Five. Or yeah, it's it's uh it's kind of ancient, but also of the future somehow. Mm, indeed, oh, it's just unusual. According to the law of physics, to the law of physics, the one the law one of law. Physics, right? <laughs> <laughs> time always goes in one direction at one speed. The time cannot be reversed or even slowed, except at the event horizon, which is in the boundary of the black hole. Which is okay. Now this first, is all oddly specific. Yeah, the thing about this is event horizon only the the first E of event is capitalized. Oh, right. <laughs> as one does. And then black hole is capitalized and is just one word. Black hole. Black hole. Okay. Okay. Is that real science? You tell me. You're um, the doctor. It's, uh, I, I'll give it a three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where time is stretched and all rules of physics are disobeyed. That's Oof. the black hole. Uh, this seems like a so very, not. very reputable uh, source. The da- Daily Herald business, right? The Daily Herald business. And I mean, if you're going to go for your physics news, you want to go to the Daily Herald business for that. 
the legitimate. Herald is a very legitimate word. I wouldn't we're question it. Some technical problems here. Oh, no. <laughs> so where were we? We were at uh, the Daily Herald business. Yep. In a recent experiment, the scientists achieved the unachievable <gasps> and performed the time reversal for a tiny subatomic particle in the quantum computer. Mm. You know the one. Yes. Yes. They used the word the a lot there. There was a band called The The. And yeah. that was actually a good band. Check them out. Yeah. Uh, here's another great potential band name. Uh, I'll throw it out there. The Arrow of Time. Mm, that's a classic thing. The Arrow of Time, as scientists love to pronounce the law of time direction. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the business people just the assume that, uh, that we love to talk about this. I think there's a reason there's no attribution for this article. <laughs> I think nobody wants to be associated with it. Yes. But glad it's here on the snooze. Uh, scientists love to pronounce the law of time direction. <laughs> time is capitalized. Has been tweaked a bit in the quantum realm. The scientists from Russia and the United States of America reversed the course of time for the subatomic quantum particle. Okay, yeah. so scientists simulated the situation where they used a single particle and the wave function. The wave function is spreading out like a ripple in the pond over time. Well, that's, mm -hmm. that's beautiful. It's poetry. Yes. Uh, and then to wrap this all up, the lead researcher on this project, Valerie, two eyes at the end there, Vinokur, noted that it is challenging to reverse the direction of time. Well, to put it mildly. <laughs> but in the quantum world... The same has just happened under controlled experiment. According to the research, the success rate of this experiment was 85% mm -hmm. with two qubit particles. But with a qubit? Mm -hmm. Yeah, a uh, qubit with a Q. Ah, yes. <laughs> Let's not get Herodotus involved with this. No. I'm sure he's got plenty to say about oh, it. Definitely. Uh, but with the third particle introduced to the computer, the success rate went down to 50%. Well, it sounds like they need to work on that. Any so thoughts? they didn't have any any details on what they did. <laughs> I may have skimmed a paragraph. Hold uh, on. Oh. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm I'm okay with this. But knowing what I know about the Daily Herald business, I think they probably may have missed a, a step or two. Yeah. Oh, okay. So here's the here's the qubits with qubits with a Q. In this exp uh, according to a new study published in the Journal of Scientific Reports. Researchers manipulated the direction of time using the quantum computer made up of two subatomic qubits. In this experiment, the computer made two, made with two subatomic particles named as qubits. This is just saying the same words. They're just saying yeah. qubits over and over and they over again. They like that word. And they simulated it. Ripples, pond, time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. so there's nothing about <laughs> no, the actual not. implementation. Uh, I, did read the, I did read this uh, news piece online a couple of uh, couple of months ago, maybe years. Yeah. That's the, uh, that's, sounds snooze. That's the snooze. Um, <laughs> but I can't really remember what the details of it were. If I remember something from it, it yeah. was something about uh, that uh, information was being transmitted in a way that that would make uh, time seem wrong. Time seem wrong? Yeah, I think it was a causality issue or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. It was. It was. Well, it wasn't interesting enough, so I would actually remember it. But then again, <laughs> I'm. Uh, I don't remember. Shit. You work here, so why yeah. why should you remember? No, I mean I'm I'm barely fed enough food to keep this body alive, oh. uh, not 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 to make it remember things. I mean the salary I, I get from here is is really quite uh, 
minuscule. Oh. Yeah, that that's true. You Compared do, to what the writing team gets. You get a nice bread spread, though, in the yeah. green room. This is true. This is true. Um, you're and I do get the smell of weed and old pizza from the writer's room. <laughs> it's always. Constantly. <laughs> Air it out, you guys. Crack a window. Don't let the cats in. Mm-hmm. All right, let's but go. That was a good. Uh, that was an excellent snooze piece. Thank you very yeah, much. No, no um, doubt. I think we all learned and I'm, quite a lot I'm, about. I'm very excited to hear what more the the Daily Herald business has to offer for us in the future. Yeah, whenever you have questions about the so-called Arrow of Time, you definitely mm. want to refer to them. So yeah, I mean, they've got answers. I mean, physics-related stuff. Daily Herald business. Absolutely. Let's go local, though, huh? Let's Ooh. do Iceland Monitor, buddy. Oh, NBL yeah. Puntaris. Nice. Uh, stop me if you've heard this one. Tourists disregard road barriers in Dra- <laughs> <laughs> I've not, maybe not heard this particular one, but uh, this is a pretty frequent one. There's like these signs yeah. and, and pretty big steel girders uh-huh. saying uh, you can't go here, as in, as in you'd have to move them to mm-hmm. go. Please and then there's the a moss. big red sign saying impassable. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, people ignore these things. Oh, they do? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's see if this headline back that up at all uh disregard road barriers and drive into an avalanche in iceland's west fjords <laughs> uh, you gotta you gotta love the stupidity of tourists <laughs> they love it they love your country though they're curious they're so mm. curious they just want to know how do i die in iceland <laughs> it's really quite easy <laughs> two tourists sought police assistance after getting trapped between Two avalanches. <laughs> the two men had disregarded road barriers and were promptly rescued and fined. As <laughs> that's the idiot tax that you have, correct? Yes. The men drove across. Here we go. Huh? I'll give you a five. Okay, thanks. In a rental car from Dirafjörður to Arnafjörður. Oh, Arnar. Arnar they tried to return when they discovered that an avalanche had closed the road, but on the way back, another avalanche had fallen, so they were trapped <laughs> between the two. <laughs> you reap what you sow, my friends. Yes. Very good. Please um, say that the tourists disregarded not one road closure sign, but two. A game of two we have. Yes, on this, uh, yes. Uh, thoughts? I'm, I'm, very, I'm very sad about this piece. Uh, I would have preferred that the tourists die uh, <laughs> and rid the world of their genome. Agreed. I think uh, that's the sad part. I mean, really, it's just robbed the Darwin Awards yeah, exactly. of, a, of a great contender. <laughs> and to wrap it up, again, we're sticking local. This is not uh, MBL Punteris. This is uh, Iceland Review. Ooh. Have you ever heard of? I have. Okay. This is by Yelena Sirik, you know, traditional Icelandic yeah. name. Uh, Russian bombers entered NATO airspace near Iceland. Wow. Two unknown aircraft entered NATO airspace near Iceland yesterday morning, according to a press release from the Icelandic Coast Guard. The aircraft were later identified as Russian bomber planes, both Ooh. Tupolev Tu-142 Bear F models. Is that the big fucking thing? Very popular. The Tupolev definitely has the... No, that's the Andropov. That's the really fucking big one. Oh, I like that you know the, the different You don't know the Andropov? No, I do not. Well, the Bear F? The no, it's, the it's, Cubs? it's got a V at the end there. Oh, okay. Andropov. The two planes did not report to Icelandic air traffic control upon entering the area, nor did they have their radar active. Mm. The two fighter aircraft of the Italian Air Force stationed in Iceland for NATO exercises flew to meet the planes... 
the Russian planes were located in NATO airspace, but outside Icelandic airspace. Interesting. Hmm. Russian military aircraft last entered the region in December of last year, but are regularly observed near Norway. Foreign Affairs Minister Gulag Thor Thorarsson stated That's okay. that uh, stated that the Italian aircraft's response was fully in line with NATO's working regulations. Uh, Gudlogat says the incident is yet another example of the importance of airspace surveillance and air policing in Iceland, which is a rather mild response to invasion by <laughs> Russian fighter planes. How do you feel about this? It's happening. I'm ambivalent. <laughs> That's a very Icelandic response. As a, as American, we should. Well, I mean, I mean, what we do. What we Icelandic <laughs> people do uh, to be so. You, so ambivalent is we we have by a significant margin uh, the most amount of uh, antidepressants <laughs> per capita, <laughs> and we do not care. You really don't give a shit who comes over here, who wags their, their fighter plane dicks around. And nope, you don't care at all. Nope, not at all. You're fine, huh? Yeah, man. Oh man, I'm, I'm grand. So- <laughs> Ah, uh, bless the, your heart. I'm glad. That's the lovely sounds of Zoloft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Zoloft zone is again, mm. you know, overlaps with the NATO air airspace. <laughs> yes. Anyway, that has been the snooze. <laughs> this has been us. It's been a big day. We've covered a lot of ground. Yes, with grass seed. <laughs> Indeed, and, and neighbors who are who have left at this moment, but. Uh, and we will, we will be leaving you shortly, but we'll be back next time. And we've got a great game show again, Quaseado. Yeah, man, coming soon to you. We will, uh, we will actually check out whether Justin has just been uh, getting stoned on the couch and masturbating, <laughs> or if he's actually been going to uh, school to learn Icelandic. Can it be all of the above? Well, if you masturbate in class, I applaud you. I, d- I do not. I mean, that's not. <laughs> listen, it's your country. I'm not going to. Spoil it by throwing that into the mix of somebody's you're not, higher you're education. Not familiar with the uh, with the masturbation etiquette in public? Exactly. I'm just not comfortable with it yet. Yeah. So maybe in a couple. I mean, of years. we are in Europe, technically. So, so it's a standard issue, or is it a no- yeah, yeah, yeah? Masturbation is is not frowned upon, and it is encouraged and celebrated. Now, even the me. children that were outside uh, playing with the balls, they were. <laughs> They were all masturbating. That might be bleeped by the time it reaches your ears. <laughs> that might be bleeped. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But anyway, th- that's Happy it. masturbations. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> right.